But at the same time, God says there's wisdom in the counsel of many. And we got to be careful and we got to be cautious in what we do and how we react because that can affect other people. This isn't just me I'm thinking about. This isn't just my church I'm thinking about. See, this, this affects our whole city and our whole city affects, affects our whole state and our whole state affects our whole country. Amen. So we got to think about that when we're doing this. So I want to talk to you about this today and let you know um, how easy or hard a situation would be in your life, how easy or hard it is that you go through, will be how easy or hard you lean upon or trust in God. That's going to depend on how easy it is for you to go through this, this situation. Is how easy or how hard that you lean on God. But see, fear comes. Have you, have you ever been to a place where you were fearful? I mean, you know, you've been in an old house or at, at nighttime, or you've been in, 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 a, in an old church, you know, where things are creaking, and it's just kind of it's so funny, the house of God is so full of Jesus, but you get there by yourself at nighttime, and sometimes you lose a little faith, don't you? Okay, but it's just, it's just different, because we, we, we get in this situation, and, and fear comes, and, and, and fear, you know, but, but why, does it, why does that fear happen? A lot of times fear happens, like, if you go to a, um, to a haunted house, right, and, and you go to a haunted house, you know nothing's going to happen, that man with a chainsaw is not going to cut your head off, right? But the thing is, is the fear of the unknown. What's coming out next? What's going to happen? And see, that's why where fear thrives on the unknown. Fear thrives and, and works its best when, when we don't know what's happening. Because we want to know. Whenever I know what's happening, I'm in control and I'm good. When I don't know what's happening, I'm not in control and I'm not good. And that's why it happens. That's why we have to be careful with this. Because, see, fear will bind you. Fear, will, fear will, 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 will bound you up. Fear will paralyze you and, and grip you. Have you ever seen somebody or maybe yourself, you've been in a situation and fear came and they almost couldn't even move, it just paralyzed them? Well, that's what the enemy wants to do to us today through this whole situation. He wants to bring fear to us, but I'm here to tell you that there's 365 times in the Word of God that it says, fear not or do not be afraid. 365 times. That's one time for every single day of the year that, that, that you have a, a, a trust God, that do not fear. Every day of the year, there's a do not fear, fear not for you. And we got to lean upon that today. And like I said, and when I keep saying that fear not, I'm not saying walk out in this world without fear and say, hey, you coronavirus, you're not going to touch me. I'm not talking about being stupid. But I'm talking about not have to have fear, having confidence and peace and trust in God. I'm going to read you just several scriptures real fast. And Psalms 23 and 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley and shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Though I walk through the, the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Psalms 27 and 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Jesus is the light. In this dark world, in this dark time, Jesus is a light and he needs to shine. Deuteronomy 31 and 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Psalms 118 and 6. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Basically, if you just go back over to the scriptures, what's the common denominator? That God is with me. No matter what happens, God is with you. So, so why should we not fear, church? Because God is with us. Even though we may face a valley and shadow of death, you know, God is with us. It's not, it's not the, the virus in a lot of cases that is, that is so 
worrisome to people because the, the recovery rate is pretty good. I think 8 out of 10 people really do well with it. But what it is is that two weeks that you're separated from the world that is really scaring people. And that's really a, a big reason why there's so much social distancing right now to try to stop that. But I want to give you a couple examples of, of people today that, that did not have fear in the Word of God and, and how it affected them. Um, and this first one is, I want to talk to you, and it's from Daniel chapter 3. It's a long story, so I'm not going to read it all, but I want to tell you about it. And it's about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. King Nebuchadnezzar built a, built a statue 90 feet wide, I mean 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide. You know, Russ Taft wrote a song about that, no, and it was about idols, and he says 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide, solid gold, it must be a god. They were told it was a great song. But anyway... But, but what happened was every time the trumpets played and the music played, what would happen was everybody had to stop and bow down to this big old huge idol. And, then, and so the, 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 re, the reports came that three guys were not bowing down to this idol. And it, when, it made me, when I started going through this again, I started remembering back to Columbine, to, to, to Rachel Scott, that whenever she had the opportunity to bow to the idol of, of death, and the idol of, of, of do you not believe in God, she stood strong and said, I am a Christian. And she was bold, and she did not bow down. And neither did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They did not bow down. They're like, we're not going to bow down. And so they, went, they, they brought them before King Nebuchadnezzar, and they stood before King Nebuchadnezzar, and he was a um, very mean, cruel, cruel um, king, but he had a little soft moment. And he said, hey, I'm going to give you another chance. You're going to bow to this king, or we're going to throw you in a fiery furnace. And let me tell you, let me read to you in Daniel chapter 3, 16 through 18, what their response was. This is just, just amazing. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. I ain't got to answer to you. I ain't got to defend myself before. I ain't got to tell you why I'm not going to bow. But here, here, here's the deal. If we're thrown into the fiery furnace, the God whom we serve is going to save us. So God's going to save me if I go through this fiery furnace. Now, and then he says, your majesty, you know, um, the, the, the God whom, whom we serve will be able to say us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't save us, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we never, will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue that you have set up. I want to let you know, no matter what happens, for me to live as Christ, for me to die as gain, no matter what happens, I'm not going to quit serving God because of fear. I'm not going to bow down to another God because of fear. I'm not going to change who I believe in because of fear. I'm going to keep moving forward. And you know what? If the coronavirus takes me out, I'm going to serve God to my very last breath. If it doesn't, I'm going to serve God to my very last breath. I'm not moved because even though I walk through the valley and shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter that they, that they had a possibility of dying because they said, I know where I'm going, and I know where I'm going, and they were not afraid. They had no fear on the inside about dying because they know where they were going on the outside. See, that, that's where fear, that's what fear does. You know, when fear comes on the outside, if you have peace in here, you're okay. But if you're fearful on the inside and then fear comes, oh, dear Jesus, we're in trouble because then it's just double fear and they just link together in our spirit and the physical and it just causes all kind of undue situations. And so the three men were thrown into the fire, um, the fiery furnace, and they went into fire and King Nebuchadnezzar said, turn it up seven times hotter. And the, they had the biggest men throw them in there. They walked in there with their tunics, with their, their hats, and, and their robes, and all this stuff, and their belts. And they walked right in there. The guy who threw them in there died. It was so incredibly hot. He died. 
Okay, so King and so then King Nebuchadnezzar said, "By surely not by now they're they're, they're dead." So he he goes and looks at them, and he sees that one. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and there's somebody else in there, and he looks like the son of God. And, and so then, then he was like, oh my goodness, there's, there's four people in the fire. And they, they let him out, and the Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego came out of the fire, not even smelling like smoke. Nothing on them was burnt. Nothing on them. They, they, they were okay. They were everything, everything's fine. And they, they made a decision to serve God. And whenever he came out, they came out of the fire, King Nebuchadnezzar said, everybody will bow down to this God because he is God. He, did, he delivered these young men from that. See, fire purifies. Whenever you have gold and you put fire up under it in a pot and you put fire there and you, you burn that, you boil that, 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 that gold, um, that's how they get pure gold is, is they, they put fire on it and get it real hot and it brings all the dross to the top. Dross is impurities. And it brings all the impurities to the top and then, then the guy scrapes off the impurities and then gets the gold and you have pure gold. And so when we're going through things in our life and we're going through the fire and we're going through a hard time, the, the impurities in our life will, will come to the top and will give us an opportunity to say, God, help me with this, help me with this. God, take this dross off of me that I can be pure before you. Now, I'm not saying today that we need to go walk out into the fire out there. This, this story here, this first story, is more about you and your life I'm outside of this virus. That, that, that when you go through situations and you're going through the fire, you can walk through the fire knowing God's got me. God's got me. Whether, whether it's financial, physical, relational, whatever you're going through in your life, and, and, um, and you feel like, man, that you're going through the fire, just know that God is with you and he will comfort you. I love this uh, Isaiah 43, 1 through 4. It says, But now, God's message, the God who made you in the first place, Jacob, the one who got you started, Israel, don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called you by name. You are mine. When you are, are in rough waters, you will not go down. When you are between a rock and a hard place, you will, you will not, it won't be a dead end. Because I am God, your personal God. The holy, the holy of Israel, your Savior. I paid a huge price for all of you, all of Egypt, and, and with rich Cush and Cush and Seba thrown in. That's how much you mean to me. That's how much I love you. I'd sell the whole world to get you back. Um, trade creation just for you. That's how much God loves you. That's how much reckless love God has that he's coming after you like that. That he's going to come after you no matter what. He loves you and he's going to be with you. And then you're never between a rock and a hard place because the rock that, if you, that you are beside it should be him. Because Jesus is the rock of my salvation. God is love. And, and we, need to, we need to know that God will do whatever he can to help us, to protect us, to guide us, to lead us if we will seek his face. And so whatever you're going through, whatever adversity you're facing, you don't have to face it with fear because God is with you. If you will just connect with him and pray and read your word and do what you can, God will lead you in through the fire out on the other side to safety. Now this next story I want to tell you about real quick, it's going to be a little bit more about the coronavirus as far as how we can not have fear in that. But it also works in other areas of your life for sure. But I want to talk to you just a minute about Paul and Silas in Luke chapter 16, um, verses 16 through 40. See, they were, they, were, they were getting thrown in jail because they were out there worshiping God, and they were told not to, and, 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 and the, 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 the guards threw them in, into prison. Now, Luke and Timothy were with them as well, but they didn't get thrown into prison. Why? Because they weren't leaders. 
See, the ones, with, the ones um, that have the most fire withstands the most heat, okay? So, so that's, why I, that's why I've been trying to be so careful because I'm a leader. I'm your leader. I'm leading you. You're, you're trusting me. And I, I tell you what, we got a whole church full of faith. I, I, I believe that if we would have had church today, we'd have had a bunch of people show up because they're like, hey, pastor, if you say we're going to do it, let's do it, you know. You know but I, but so I, I, really, I, I understand the gravity of that, that, that responsibility, and I want to be careful because I will be held accountable. But, the, but, but they, they took him in, and, and the jailer commanded the guards that, hey, I want you to guard these guys, you know, with, with kid gloves, take care of them, make sure that they don't go nowhere. And see, the enemy is guarding you as well. The enemy's already told them imps and demons that are running around this earth, said, hey, guard them, don't let them get close to God, you know, distract them, don't let this happen, let them fear, let them have guilt, let them have shame, do everything you can to keep them bound, don't let them out of your sight, you keep up with them, and that's what was happening there, and that's what the, the jailer told the guards. <clears throat> Maybe today you're, you're in that, that prison of fear, that prison of shame or doubt or, or unforgiveness, that, that prisoner of, of, of guilt and sin. So, but if you go down, if you go, and if you are, God can deliver you and bring you out of that today. Verse 24 says, they put him in the inner cell, in the inner dungeon, and fastened them with stocks. And see, that was good and bad on behalf of the, of, of the, of the guards. That was kind of good for them and kind of bad for them. Because the thing is, is that one thing they did would help keep them there, and the other thing would really kind of help them get away. The right thing that they did, they put stocks on their feet so they couldn't move. That helped them. That was a good thing as far as the jailer's concerned. The mistake they made, according to God, basically, is that they put them both in the inner cell. They were together. The Word of God says, where two or three agree on my name, there I will be in your midst. And he put them together, so he allowed their faith to multiply. What does the Word say? One will put a thousand a flight, two will put ten thousand a flight. So that the faith in that room just multiplied at that time when they became together. He should have separated them. He should have stopped you from getting on the internet today from trying to hear this message so you, can walk so you won't walk around with faith like you're about to. But they became isolated. And isolation is what the enemy wants. The enemy wants us not to have church. The enemy wants us to social distance. You know why? Because when you social distance, you can't share love, right? Physi you know, he wants to stop that love. He wants to stop relationships. You know, the good thing about this is we'll be able to build more relationships with people that are around us Rather than a lot of times going off and doing all kind of other things, all these events are canceled, we get to stay home and be with our family and build relationships there and love on them. But the enemy would love to try to do that. But here's the thing with the church. We may have to have social distance, but we should not have spiritual distance. We should be calling our brothers and sisters. There's an elderly person in your church. Call them and say, hey, how are you doing? Are you okay? Do you need, some, need anything? I'll get you anything you want besides toilet paper and water. <clears throat> and I have a couple extra rolls if somebody in our church needs one. I'll give them a couple rolls of toilet paper. But the thing is, is that, 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 that you know, we, the enemy wants that, but we need to call. We need to check. We need to go to small groups. You know, like I said, we have a couple elderly people that are leading some, and they wanted to, 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 to hold off with that for a little while, and I, I'm, I'm all about that. But the rest, but other than that, we need, to, we need to get together. We need to call. We need to check on one another. We, we need to go forward in that. 
See, there, some doctors did a little test one time, and I totally disagree with this test. And, and I don't know if I've ever said this before, really. But, but there was a test that they, they did on two monkeys. And I, and I just don't like this. I don't like animal testing like this. But what, but what came out of it, it really encouraged me. And it does not, the, the ends does not justify the means. But they had a, a little monkey they put in a, ca a cage over here. And then they had a little monkey that they put a cage in over here. And they put bright lights and bright sounds and, and really kind of stressed out the, the, the animals. And the animals got so intense that they, they stressed out and got so anxious. But then they took both of those monkeys and they put them in one little cage together and put the same lights and the same sounds. And what happened? Their anxiousness and anxiety cut in half. Because we're two or three agree together. When, you're to, when we're together, see, that's what God wants. Relationships is two. And what the enemy's trying to do right now is separate everybody. Keep everybody away. Keep everybody apart. Let me, let me do that. What can I do? And, and I understand. And I understand that. I understand we have to do it. But what we have to know is, you know what, enemy? We may have to be, be away from each other for a week or maybe two weeks. Who knows? But you know what? But as soon as the gates open, we're going to flood right back in. And we're going to keep sharing love. Keep sharing life. Keep sharing relationships. Keep loving. And we're going to love more than we ever had before. Praise God. Look, look, look at the person beside you and say, will you be my monkey? <laughs> so 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 the thing is the so the thing is, is you know we, because we want to have that that person beside us that, that person hopefully the person beside you is not an animal you know but 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 look at your little dog and ask them that but so the thing is is that that one will put a, a thousand a flight two will be ten thousand and we need to be together and paul and silence were together and that became a big problem for the devil see there are people out there that 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 need the church to be with them and i want you to know we are with you. You may not be here physically. We have a few people here for the worship team, and I believe a couple of people that didn't get the message, and that's wonderful. I'm so glad the people that are here that are here. But the thing is, is that we have under 100, Brother uh, Governor Cooper, by the way. But anyway, <laughs> so, <clears throat> but the thing is, is that, 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 that we need to know that we, we're here for you. You call me. You come by this week and let me know if you need something. Call me, and we want to do what we can to help you. If you're a senior in our church, if you need some, some, some kind of groceries or something that you can't get because you can't get out, please let us know, and we will do what we can to help you. See, the world is anxious. The world is anxious, and they don't need a nervous church right now. What happened at 9-11? <clears throat> Everything fell down, and the world fell apart. But what happened? The church became super strong, right? The church rose up, and what happened? The next day, or that, that next Sunday, there was more people in church than there, there has been in forever and ever and ever and long, maybe ever. Because the church was strong. If the church would have been weak, that wouldn't have happened. And through this situation right now, we have to be strong, and we have to be, know that, hey, we're here for you. We're going to help you. We're going to guide you. If you're fearful, we can, we can talk about peace and love and joy and, and cast that out into our community and let them know, yes, be cautious, but we've got to trust God, and, and, and the church is here for you. <clears throat> they were in the jail, and they, just, they had just got a big old beat down. Just got a big old beat down. They got whipped and beat and, and punched and pulled, and it was just a bad situation. They were bleeding. They were pouring blood. They had open, open wounds on them. And, and I'm just, I could just sit there looking back and thinking and, and, and just in the spirit realm, thinking about maybe what could have happened. And, and I bet you anything, Silas probably looked at Paul and said, Hey, hey, Paul, let's sing. <clears throat> let's sing. And Paul said, Shut up, Silas. Because you know when you when you would one always encourages the other one, right? You know, a lot you don't very often you don't have two positive people. One of them's kind of down a little bit, and so Paul said, "Shut up, Paul! Shut up, shut up, Silas!" 
And he's like, no, listen, wait a second, Paul. Wait a second, what do you mean shut up? We, we have watched Jesus Christ out there raise the dead, heal the lame, touch the blind, provide, turn water on and wine, do all these miracles and signs and wonders, and now you get beat a little bit, we get put in jail, and now you're going to give up on him and quit and quit believing him? I'm here to tell you, look at all the stuff that God's done for you in your life, and now this is coming, and you're going to quit believing in him? You're going to quit trusting in him? You're going to give up and thinking he's not the provider that he said he was, that he's not Jehovah Jireh because of a little situation? We can't do that. And so then I, then I bet, bet Silas said, well, let me ask you a question, Paul. What would Jesus do? You see, they might have had little bracelets back in the day about that. You know, he would love first, right? But what would he do? Paul, Paul said, pray. Okay, well, then let's pray. So then maybe Paul or Silas, I don't know who prayed, but somebody probably prayed and said, dear God, I've I seen you heal the blind. You've raised the dead and you set the captive free. And, oh, Lord, I beseech you. See, it was back in the Bible days. They said stuff like beseech. So he probably said, I beseech you to deliver us from these chains and take off these shackles off my feet so I can dance because I just want to praise you. If you're older, <laughs> some of y'all caught that. But I'll give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. And then, Pilate, um, then, then Silas said, you know, he deserves our praise. You know, and they might have sang a song like, this is a move. They might have sang, break every chain, or reckless love, or I sing praises to your name because you are great. Maybe they sung a good, good father. I don't know. Maybe they made up their own song. You know, these songs probably weren't there, but you know, everything comes back around. We might just be repeating what Paul and Silas sang. You never know. But then, but then Paul started getting excited, and Paul started getting pumped up because he was getting encouraged. And I, he, I could just see Paul saying, you know what, Silas? These other people in here need to hear about Jesus too, don't they? They needed to know that, that the faith that we have, that they can have. And so I, I can just see Paul getting excited. And so he so said, let me ask you a question. He probably started screaming. Let me ask you a question there, Silas. And Silas said, well, what is it, Paul? And he might, he, and he might could have said, Paul could have said, what can wash away my sin? And then Silas said, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And then Paul probably said, what can make me whole again? And then, and then Silas said, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And I could just sing and sing, and oh, precious is the flow. And just go on and on and on with that. And see, Luke records that whenever they begin to sing and praise, that the foundation shook, the earth, uh, earthquake literally happened right there in that room and in that jail. And the shackles came off of their feet, and the doors flew open. And their feet were not bound, no, the feet were bound at first, but their voices were not bound, and their hands were not bound. So here's a little freebie for you today. When you feel like you're bound, use what is free to praise God. Use what's free to praise God. If you're bound in your feet, in your body, then use your voice. If you're bound in your voice, use your hands. If you're, there, there's a man in, in, in somewhere in China or somewhere that, that uh, he was against, against the law because he began to praise God out in public, so they cut his tongue out. I've seen, a, I've seen a picture of it and a video of it. And what he was doing, he had his hands raised, he had his head back, and, and with, with no, no tongue, he still had a voice. And he just said, ah, and just began to cry out in, in, in a sound. But they, he made a beautiful sound before the Lord. He made a joyful noise unto the Lord. So whatever you have that is free, use that to praise God. Watch this, watch this. Before they were free, they were free. That's the ticket. That's the answer. What? Before they were physically free, they were spiritually free. 
So in their mind, they already knew, hey, Jesus Christ is my warrior. He's my, I am free in Christ. And then because they were free in Christ, they can become free in physicalness. But you cannot become free in physicalness in this world by the bonds and chains of the enemy if you're not free in Christ. They, Christ had a higher purpose. They were like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were not going to stop praising him. We're in jail. We've been beat. We've been whipped. I'm hurt in pain. Blood pouring everywhere. You're getting, maybe getting a little faint and feeble because of all the loss of blood. But they, they said, well, we're going to praise anyway. We don't care what you think. You, we can praise them out there. We can praise them in here. You can beat me till I'm dead, but I'm going to praise God. Just like God, God told Joshua. He said, everywhere you put your feet, you're going to win that battle. So Joshua went fighting knowing that he was going to win. See, we got, we got to fight from the standpoint. You, you, know, you, know, you ever heard of people fixing fights and stuff? You know, in boxing matches and, and what have you, that they know that it's fixed, the, the guy's going to take a fall. So the guy going in, even though, I, was, I, I don't even know what it was. It was on, I don't know, it, it was last, I was watching it last night. It was, oh, Hawaii 5 <laughs> And it was, a, it was a fixed fight. And they had captured his, his wife and said, if you don't throw this fight, then you're going to, uh, we're going to kill your wife. So he was throwing the fight. And, and so it was fixed. So the other guy, he was fighting from a winning standpoint. But here's the deal. The girl came up and said, hey, your wife's safe. She's okay. So he got up and turned around and just beat the tar out of this dude all of a sudden. And everybody's like, wow, what just happened? And see, well, that's what the enemy, the enemy thinks you're down. And he thinks, he thinks it's a fixed fight for him. But we can know that we are safe because Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. And Jesus Christ died for us and was whipped and beaten for us. And he, he died and rose from the grave for our sins. So we can know that we can fight from a standpoint that this is a fixed fight. That the enemy is lost, he has lost, and he will lose in the end. We have to know that we're already free. Do you know that you're already free? You're already healed. You're already delivered. You're already set free. You are already an overcomer. See, there's radio, there's radio waves and internet waves in your house. That's how you're connecting me today. That's how you're watching me today. Because there's waves, internet waves that you connected to that sent you to where you needed to go. Do you know that just like that, if you want to watch 90.5, you turn your radio and dial in to 90.5 and you catch their signal and you go straight to where you want to go. If you need healing today, I want you to know that healing is in your room. Deliverance is in your room. Freedom is in your room. In, in your room. And all you got to do is just dial into it and pray to God and connect with that. And connect with that spirit. And when you do that, then freedom will be there for you. Deliverance and power and healing will be there for you. But you've got to connect to that frequency. You've got to get in tentacles up at sometimes and, and try to connect to that. But maybe you're bound today by some kind of sort and you feel like your, your whole world's been shaken. I want you to know today that you, the, that I, can, I pray today that your bondage and your shackles will be broken. You think that you need a key to unlock these shackles. You're like, What's the, I need a key. I need, what is the key? What, what is the key? The key is exactly what happened with, 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 with um, Paul and Silas. They praised and they worshiped. Your key is your praise during this situation with the coronavirus especially. How are you going to keep from being fear? You're going to praise, you're going to pray, pray and, and, and you're going to read the word. And those three things are the key that's going to keep you safe from, 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 from fear coming in your, in your heart and your life. 
See, the story says that then the guard came and started, um, was going to kill himself. He said, oh no, everybody's broken out, everybody's shackles, all the doors are open. But here's the deal. So I'm going to kill myself. Paul said, no, don't kill yourself. Everybody's here. And then what happened was the jailer bowed down and, and said, what do I need to know to be saved? And him and his household got saved. See, here's the deal. The jailer appeared free, but he was bound. Paul and Silas appeared bound, but they were free. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm saying? And so here's the deal is that, 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 that you got to understand that because you are free and you get free, other people around you will get free. If we'll walk in faith and confidence in the Holy Spirit in our lives here, here in Wilmington, then other people will get free from that as well, from that fear and that, and that shame and that doubt in their lives. We have to shine. Now's the time for us to shine and show who we really believe in and trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding and not always acknowledge Him and He will direct our paths. So, so maybe you are bound. I, I, pray, I, I pray that you, be, you just begin to sing a song. But you begin to praise. If you don't know songs, you can go back on our Facebook Live. If you don't want to do that, make up your own song. Whatever, whatever you want to make it. But know this, we can find peace. If you come out, I've got a couple, couple scriptures and we're done. I'll, I'll let you go. That you can find peace in God's Word. Luke chapter 12, 25, 26. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to their life? Since you cannot do this little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Nobody that has ever died got an extra second on their life because they worried about dying. So worrying only affects you in a negative way, right? So we got to get to the point. And why do we worry? Because it's habit. It's habit. Why do I still shake hands when right now we're trying not to? Because it's habit. I stick my hand out there, and when somebody sticks their hand out, I just love you, love you. This is driving me crazy, guys. I can't stand it. Y'all know I love to hug and shake and all that. It's just driving me bananas, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to deal with that. So be, be aware when this is over, and I can hug your neck real good. It's going to be a bad day for you. But so, so don't worry. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give you as the world gives. So do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. The world is creating fear right now. The media is, is, is creating fear. They're doing, they're, yeah, yes, they are telling a story. It is dangerous. It is bad. But they are, they are like stirring the pot in the fear basket. They're making it worse. So we got to be the ones that stand strong and say, yes, it's bad. Yes, it's the situation. But I will stand upon God's word and I will praise him and I will not be fear. And no matter what happens, I'm going to serve God and I'm going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ that someone's life might be changed. See, our response is so important in the lives of our families surrounding here in Wilmington. And we ask that you remain together in the spirit and that you remain calm. Our community needs our, our faith and our prayers and our love and our life and our relationships. We don't know where we're going from here. We may have service next week again just like this. We may have everybody here. I don't know what's going to happen. But we're not going to stop. We're going to keep preaching the gospel. And I've hope, I hope you share this. I hope you, you send this to somebody. I hope you created some community and you're talking, talking online, online back there. And that you're sharing and that you're encouraging one another. We may, be dist, we may be socially distant, but we are not spiritually distant. I am here for you. 
I will be here for you. I'll be here this week if you need prayer. And if you, if you sketch out about germs, I, I had a whole table full of gloves there today. If we had church, everybody could put on gloves if they want to. You can put some gloves in there, and we'll pray with you. I ain't, got, I ain't even got to lay hands on you because that's just, that's just a sign. But Because God can heal you if I don't even touch you. I, God can heal you where you're at right now. God can provide and deliver and set you free right there where you're at. So let's pray. First off, and for, most for important, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would like to lead you to Christ. You can say on, on Facebook Live, hey, I want to receive Christ, I want to know Jesus. If you got a prayer request, put it on Facebook Live. Pastor Kevin back there online will, will, will be praying for you, and, and, and I'll have a, pre- a special prayer for you. I'll try to respond as well if I can. But let us know if you have a need. Let us know so we can pray for you. But I want to pray right now for you that that someone out there that may not know Jesus, that's way more important than anything that's going on right now. Because during this time, if you don't have Jesus, you're full of fear. You're full of guilt and shame. You're full of sin. But I want to hear to tell you today, you don't have to fear. You can walk in peace and love and happiness and joy knowing that God is on the throne. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I pray today that you would come to Christ. That you would give him a chance. Just give him, all I'm asking is give him a chance. And I know he's going to prove himself true to you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I just want to pray this prayer. And if you just repeat it after me, you will be saved. It don't matter how you feel. It don't matter if you feel different. If you meant it in your heart, you are saved and you will go to heaven as soon as I do when we leave this ground. So if you're not a Christian today, or you want to rededicate your life, would you just pray this simple little prayer? Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sin. I'm a sinner, and I need a Savior. Come into my heart. Cleanse me. I renounce the sin in my life, and I turn towards you. I know I'm not going to be perfect, but I'm going to do my best. And every time I fall, I'm going to get up, and I'm coming back to you. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you rose from the dead and are in heaven today. I want to go to heaven. Not because I fear, but because I love you and that you love me so much. I am a Christian. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. And I just pray today, praise God, if you got saved, man, that's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. But if you're out there today and you need prayer, pray, we will pray with you. We will lift you up. We are here for you. We want to do what we can. You are a big super deal to us. We got plans for, 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 for uh, Palm Sunday, for, for ponies and all this kind of stuff, to, and a picnic with, with, with uh, Port City Q. We got, but you know what? We, that, all that may change, and that's okay. Because all that can go away, but you still have God. All the concerts you're so looking for, you're so disappointed. I wonder how many people were disappointed today that they couldn't go to church. How many people were actually probably maybe felt relieved. Well, it's a shame that we can't get excited about getting together in the house of God. But thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for liking and commenting. Please pay attention to our Facebook page and we'll, we'll put out as much information as we can. We love you. We're honored to have you today. Thank you. God bless you. 
and have a wonderful day. Walk in faith, not fear. Use wisdom, use caution, but be a Christian and shine Jesus everywhere you go. God bless you and have a wonderful day.